episode 180, Simon Smart. We have huge news this week on Awaken Your Alpha. Welcome to Awaken Your Alpha. My name is Adam Lewis Walker, former athlete and teacher, now turned lifestyle and entrepreneur coach. Each week we bring you the world's most successful minds to inspire you to act on your true potential. Firstly, our big news is the date change to a live event and a big name added. The New York Times bestselling author of Mastery, The 50th Law with 50 Cent, and his best known book, The 48 Laws of Power. Robert Greene is secured as our big name coming to the event. He was very keen to do it. We've changed the date. It's May the 27th and 28th this year. So we now have approximately seven weeks. So head over to ayalpha.com forward slash awaken tickets. They will be going up in price as we get closer to the event and as we near our capacity. Okay, everyone, we have a brilliant one for you today. We have Simon Smart for you. And again, I feel like I'm going around the globe hunting down these legends because this is another one I found. I've actually met him first time at a bar. It's not, it's not quite how it sounds, but <laughs> it was near a bar, I should say. So Simon Smart believes that the results you experience in your life are not, not a consequence of your decisions or actions, but instead the inevitable outcome of who you are and who you build yourself into. Clarity, decisiveness, action, vision, and the ability to maintain resilience are the drivers of full spectrum success. So oh, already you can see why he's, he's on this podcast with me and why I was drawn to him straight away when I met him. Years of training in meditation, body, mind, integration, and warriorship. Oh, I love it. After years of training US soldiers, Simon met his wife and moved full-time to the United States just as the economy crumbled in 2008. A very acute and personal battle with depression resulted in deep, in deep study of nutrition, exercise, West personal development, and the challenges faced by high-achieving men in the modern world. Simon's focus is now on coaching men to experience power, presence, and the performance needed to create massive results across all areas of life, in health, relationships, business, and purpose. So this really aligns with Awaken Your Alpha. And you know, this, this is the one we, we talked last week that it could go in so many different directions. We are going to focus on a little bit. We're going to focus on one area in particular, but that's, we're still going to cover everything because, you know, at Awaken Your Alpha, we do not ignore one area to further the others. Um, so, I mean, silly question, but I'm going to ask it because it's what I do. Are you ready to awaken your alpha? Hey, man, I wasn't 100% sure, but after that intro, I feel like I really have to step into it. So, yes, I'm ready, my friend. So I, was, I was up for this interview, and then when I read it, it just, yeah, it's, I suppose it's like affirmations. It just drills home. And it's, it's like, obviously, I know why I got you on here, but it just refocuses the mind. I'm like, yes, this was a good decision. So <laughs> is there anything you'd like to highlight in that bio? Or what are you, what are you all about? Warrior Protocol. What, is, what are you about? What is Warrior Protocol all about? So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great question, man. I, I think uh, what I'm all about really depends on who I'm working with at that precise moment. But a big, uh, a big mission for me that was handed to me, I think, by several of my teachers back in my 20s was really this concept of, um, you actually, we were talking about this, you had an episode recently called The Pussification of Man, right? And that, that <laughs> yeah, is something that drives me crazy. But yep. Really what, what I see happening is I, I've studied a lot of old Asian cultures. I've been exposed to... Uh, Apache culture here in the southern US and a lot of these old cultures have very very specific technologies very specific uh, rituals for taking a boy 
and training him to be a man. You see, boys don't learn that naturally. They have to be trained by other guys who understand what it actually means, what's involved in that whole process. And we as a culture have nothing like that. Basically, you turn 18, you get your driving license, now you can drink beer, or if you're in the US, uh, 21. Um, and you can go to war, you can go fight for your country. But there's no real training. And this was highlighted for me a lot when I was training soldiers. I was working with a lot of guys who were 18, 19, 20 years old, about to deploy to Iraq and Afghanistan, talking tough, manning up, but fucking terrified. <laughs> um, you know, while, while they were given a lot of physical training, weapons training, tactics training, nobody was really giving them anything internal to help them step into that role. So that's one problem. But beyond that, I see, I see a culture where we have 30, 40, 50 year old boys who have no, no understanding of responsibility, no understanding of values, no understanding of honor, no understanding of how to run themselves to make themselves more efficient, more resilient, more used to other people. And, and, and because of that also, they fail to get results over and over again in life. And Warrior Protocol really is, uh, is my very best attempt to create a culture, create a place where men can come, have those conversations, uh, learn from their peers, learn from me. Uh, you know, I, I, I have so much training over the years in, in this conversation. And that's really the core mission. And, uh, you know, I, I've also got a lot of business experience. I, I love business. I love, I love being able to provide wealth for my family. I love making money. I, lo I, love, uh, I love negotiation and, and, and sales, consulting. And um, you know, I love working with entrepreneurs who are stuck in certain areas of their life. They're, they're not finding a way to properly balance all the weight and responsibility of making money while not destroying their marriage and their health and their relationship with their kids. And um, really, that's what my focus is, Adam. I completely agree. And I've seen people like yourself, whether you come up and write a warrior code or like I have, or sorry, warrior protocol, I have an alpha code. So just some sort of key principles when you, you look at it, why do you live your way in life in a certain way? And why someone say, someone might say, ah, oh, you're lucky, but why does this luck keep happening? And you obviously, you create your own situation, your environment. And there's definitely discipline and ways you handle yourself and live your life. Like you said, the pussification of man. And that was probably why it was one of the you know, most popular episodes in season one, because it's, it's a common thing that's not really talked about so much. Because you know, society, modern society, has kind of like beaten it out of a lot of men. That's why I love when I come across people like yourself. Very quickly, we were able to have quite you know, in-depth conversation where the, the hours just flew. And I almost missed my flight. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's really... Because it is rare when you, you have these opportunities to meet up with like-minded men who can, you can talk about these issues with. You touched on your origin there as well. Is there anything you'd like to add to your origin story in terms of, you, Tommy, you moved around. When I, when I spoke to you first, you, you're, you're originally from Scotland. Your accent is um, all over the place. Is this, is that... It really is, man. I've lived in so many countries. I traveled around as a kid, grew up in Asia as well. Yep. So my, my accent's kind of a mess. I actually want to take one step backwards with yep. you and kind of talk to that, that concept of code because uh, I just think it's such a great short discussion. Mm -hmm. um, what I found is that when you have a code, when you have values, um, it makes you more resilient and it makes you faster. And here's why. When the chaos of life hits, when you're presented with hard choices, hard decisions, when the shit is hitting the fan all around you, when you have a core of a code or values, what's beautiful about it is that most of the decisions you have to make, you've already made. Mm. You've already committed to who you are, what you stand for. There's no decision making. While everyone else is sitting around trying to figure out what they should do, 
you just refer back to your code and act and it just makes you makes life easier makes life simpler oh yeah man i, I love I, it. i've I had some love uh, that man i mean i i'm I, i'm a quote man so it's that stand for something you'll fall for anything you've just explained that right there that you know a simple practical benefit of having a code yeah man it's, it's so important and one of the first things anyone who works with me is forced to do is we need to spend some time and he needs to spend some time digging deep in what's important what does he stand for what kind of man does he want to be what are his values and, and without that you're lost without that you're adrift in the chaos of society in the world but um to answer your question yeah I've, I've had a lot of amazing experiences i've been very blessed in my life um from age 10 my family was moving all over the world um exposed to a lot of Asian cultures, um, went to law school, had an experience where I just had a moment where I realized that the path I was on of that legal career, while mm. I'd make a lot of money and be very successful because I was very, very fucking good at it. <laughs> I, I, I had no resonance. I had no interest in spending time with the other people in that space. And so it hit me uh, in the blink of an eye one day and I just took a right turn in my life and I, I immediately uh, made plans to head out to Japan and uh, stayed out there training with uh, some amazing martial arts teachers. The art that I studied had no sports, no trophies, not a lot of promotion stuff. It was really just understanding how to live on the battlefield, how to survive combat. Yeah. And so the majority of guys I was running with were military, special forces guys, intel guys, and they became my community for a long time. And those guys, a good proportion of them were having this conversation of what is a man, what is a warrior, what is a code, what do I live by? And you know, they, these guys were practicing meditation and energy work and inner journey and all these things that to me were foreign, but I just got a very, very solid education in, in all these technologies that make yeah. up uh, the bulk of traditional warrior cultures from the Spartans to the Apache to the Samurai and Ninja. So yeah, I had these oh, amazing ninja. So my, my teacher inherited uh, th three ninja schools and six samurai schools, and that's what he teaches. Ooh. So uh, that's a lot of my background. But when I, when I left training soldiers and kind of got married and went into all the pressures of being a husband and a father, it was right at the time when the economy was crumbling, 2008. Yeah. And I know a lot of us had hard times back then. Uh, for me, I, I moved out of my space of power and abundance and I started to chase money. I started to just try to figure out what did I have to do to, uh, to provide for my family. And I put so much pressure on myself. Yeah. But I also, I made some very critical mistakes. You see, I started to step away from my value set. I started to step away from who I really was and move into more of a corporate wearing a tie. Yes, sir. No, sir. I'll yeah. do what I'm told kind of guy. Just because I felt that's what I had to do. And I'd never yeah. had the education in, in, in business and entrepreneurship at that time. And eventually I became successful. I was making money. I was winning awards from a national sales organization, but I fell into this just deep, deep, deep pit of depression. Um, overnight, I had no history. I was on yep. a trip to Australia and it just right hooked me out of nowhere. And to the point that I was, I was having a very difficult time functioning. Uh, that lasted for a few weeks. Mm. And then I got to a place where I was able to, I was able to push it aside to do my job. Um, but you know, I was having these moments where I, I, I'd sign a big deal, I, I should have gone celebrate, and instead I would drive off, pull my car over half a mile from the, the customer's office and just start crying and shouting and hitting my yeah. head against the steering wheel. And I was just a fucking mess. Yeah. And what really woke me up was I had a, a very, very good buddy who'd been dealing with these challenges for most of his life. So he was, he was mentoring me, he was assisting me in navigating this space. 
And uh, a few months later, I got a phone call. He'd gone into his garage with his uh, rifle and he'd, uh, he shot himself in the head. He'd ended his life. Right. And yeah, yeah that was a, that was a wake up call. Um, Jesus. It's funny yeah. how the universe works. My, my, one of my wife's clients she was working with did the same thing five days later. And uh, it really, what I realized, Adam, was that a lot of us alpha man guys who are driven, motivated, we're tough motherfuckers, we're able to take this stuff and push it aside mm. and pretend it's not there and still operate. And people don't even know we're struggling with these things. But it's not an annoyance. It's not an obstacle. This stuff kills guys like us. Yeah. And so I became absolutely obsessed with nutrition and exercise. And I, I pulled out all my training I'd done over the years. And I basically repurposed it for the life I was living now, which was a, a business guy. Yeah. And um, that really became the core of what I teach with Warrior Protocol. I, I, I'm just absolutely called to this mission of uh, helping other guys who are struggling to put it all together like yeah. I was. Man, that's so much. I mean, there's so much to talk about there, what you started from. I mean, when was the point? That's like a, a big awakening when it, this happened and all these tragic events. But when did you move away from the corporate world and you know you're on a podcast now you've got an awesome t-shirt you're talking to me about warrior protocol when did you have the balls to say this is not just awesome for me but this is something i'm gonna say see you later i'm not gonna wear a tie anymore i'm doing my own thing when did yeah that I, I i really as i as i pulled out all my old training i got back into back into being who i really am at my core yeah. And using those, those meditation techniques and getting back into my physical training and just getting back into that, that same headspace I'd been when I was training thousands of soldiers. Yeah. What happened next was I very quickly reached a point where I said, hey, what I'm doing for this corporation, I can do for myself. I can go out into the yeah. marketplace and I can talk to customers and I can sell the same thing and I can outsource it and make more money working for myself. And the confidence that I had from, from what I do allowed me to do that. So that was my first step into entrepreneurship and, and growing my business that way. And then as I began to move more in entrepreneur, entrepreneurial circles, I met more and more guys who had good businesses, but had fucking destroyed their marriages or mm. were overweight and sick. Yeah. And guess what happens next? The business dies because the guy driving it is dying inside. Yeah. And I realized that the problems I'd had were, they were not rare. Every mm -hmm. time I spoke about my depression or just all the challenges I'd faced, half the guys in the room would say, well, they grab me later, right? Because no, no guy wants yeah, to- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put your like, hand up if you agree with me, you've been depressed and like- <laughs> that, That's right. And, and that's, a, that's a fucking problem, right? Yeah. So what, what we all need to do, you, me, all, all these guys who are leading movements, we need to create a space and a conversation where guys who are in pain, guys who are frustrated and stuck, recognize that there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. The only thing that's wrong with is not doing anything about it. And if raising yeah. your hand and admitting where you're at is what it takes, that is the first step. So we all need to recreate a culture where that's possible. You said it there, you hit it right on the head. I mean, I've had a history, I think it's 2010 is when it really hit. I was like pretty much depressed for almost a solid two years. Um, you know, obviously it, you don't just click, it goes down and it comes up. And even, even in that time, I, I, it's very hard to share about it. And even, even when I go through struggles now, which I clearly do, and just saying that, geez, I mean, the, the podcast season two, there's been a gap of about eight months while I've you know, moved country and sorted my stuff out. And my default mode is putting out that, that, shiny, that shiny picture on Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm a positive guy, but I know I need to get, put out a more rounded perspective. It's just like you talked about, where men don't share. Like if, if I'm feeling like I'm struggling or crappy, instead of, 
just putting up a like updating as I would normally on, on any kind of social media. I'd just go within myself. I wouldn't bullshit basically. I wouldn't put something positive up. I'd just close down. I wouldn't put anything up. So if you don't hear me from me for a couple of weeks, I probably just haven't got anything positive to say, <laughs> and I just wouldn't post anything. And I know that that needs to change because realistically, I'm probably helping more people and by sharing that aspect of things. Yeah, you know what? The more that you can bring the reality to the social, I believe the better. Uh, I truly believe that when you when you speak, um, obviously, you know, coming on and just whining. Exactly. When, when you can when you can fight through it and recognize it is not about you. If you're suffering from it, millions of people are suffering from it. When you can come on and speak from that place of pain, yep. but also give a view, give a strategy, give an insight into the fact that other people who are dealing with it are not alone. Yeah. And there is a way out. Yeah. And this is the strategy. Dude, your audience will go through the roof. So much more service to it's, people. It's, it's so around. I mean, I had, uh, again, we're, we're not old dudes here, but I, I had a friend die this year from, from depression. And, that's, and it, is, it is an illness. And, you know, it's just ridiculous. Like, and it's one of them things, obviously, people are aware of it. But I just, I think there's still, even nowadays, there's still that kind of stigma of, ah, that's not an illness. Just, you know, chin up. Especially amongst, the, amongst blokes. It's like, <laughs> don't whine, chin up. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Whereas it's uh, Turn that frown upside down. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy Makes to say, say from that, a position. Now I want to punch you in the face. Yeah, it's easy to say that from a position where I'm feeling all right. What's wrong with this dude? Like, sort it out. But when you're when you're down there, like clearly you're not thinking straight, and you know it's you know it's it's the hormones, the chemicals. It's 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 not a good place to be, um, big time. So anyway, with this again, this is what I like about the conversational aspect. I know this is not necessarily how we plan to go, but this is massively, uh, I, I wasn't massive. I knew I'd read a little bit of your bio, but I wouldn't, when you obviously talked about the details of your depression and then having a close friend and that hit home with me, I thought that was ooh, a big step for me probably a couple of years ago to just mention post my depression, maybe two years to kind of mention, <clears throat> yeah, I was depressed once. <laughs> but, you know, I want to jump into some of the warrior protocol and I want to jump into something we said we definitely wanted to talk about because it's what me and you were uh, talking about last week just off the cuff. And it's very, very manly, this, but the aspect of combat, because obviously that's huge in your background, it's an essential part and what you include in some of your training. And I just wanted to talk about not necessarily the techniques of stuff, Simon's, Simon's legendary on this, but I just want to talk about more the mindset behind it and why it's important to challenge yourself in that way. Or even we just put it as bluntly as why is it important to potentially be punched in the face? <laughs> So here's a great conversation, right? Um, most cultures where they have specific technologies of manhood training will involve some kind of resistance training, usually against either a dangerous animal or another man. <laughs> because most guys can relate to this. If mm. you've never been punched in the face, if you've never been in combat, it's not on your mind all the time. But a lot of times there's this little voice in the back of your head that says, if shit hits the fan, Mm-hmm. Am I a man who can handle it? And that lingering doubt can literally bleed power and confidence out of a man. I'm not saying go spend 20 years studying martial arts. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying go to the bar and start something. What I'm saying is put yourself regularly in environments which are very difficult for you. Not just fighting, but, but a business and relationship. Put yourself in, in, in situations that require you to up-level yourself and expand and become more resilient because you'll take that with you to the rest of your life. So 
in Warrior Protocol, we talk a lot about power, presence, and performance, and how those things are interrelated with, e with each other. When a guy knows he has the ability to take care of himself, mm. when he walks into a room, whatever that room be, it could be a business networking room, he's going to hold himself in a slightly different way. He's going to be a little bit more upright. He's going to be able to make eye contact with people. Like, this is something that I, I know is very common in the UK, right? There's the whole, hey, you looking at me? Thing, right? so, <laughs> in my so making, hometown, making eye yeah. contact with another man can be dangerous. Yeah, if you walk down Crawley High Street and you stare at people in the back, just like not in a but weird way. Oh, mate, seriously. Right, but but when you, but there's a, a way, there's a way there's a way to do it where nobody wants to fight you. Yeah, because actually, I was in Vauxhall, right, in <laughs> London. It was two in the morning. I'd been out partying, and I was walking home. And this big guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, give me your fucking wallet, right? And now this is a dramatic example of what being confident in your ability to handle business looks like. I didn't cow in fear. I didn't get nervous. I looked him in the eye and I said, okay, why? And I very consciously made a decision that if he gave me a great reason, he could have my wallet. Like hey, if he so. needed it more than I needed it, here you go. But he didn't, right? He gave me some whiny story about his girlfriend and his parents. And he melted from being this tough guy to being an absolute fucking pussy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we spent about 15, 20 minutes strategizing about how he could deal with his girlfriend stuff and talking about his parents. And then we were talking about his, the music career that he wanted to have. And then I swear to God, he hugged me and left. Right now, that that is an extreme example. This does not happen all the yeah. time. If you, you get that locked, in England, you, yeah, it's you make a good it's idea that. to give people your wallet. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth dying over a wallet. So yeah. I'm not saying try this. What I'm yeah. saying is, in answer to your question, yeah. when you're a man who knows you can handle yourself, life gets a little bit easier. Also, mm -hmm. if you're married or with a with a woman, when she senses that you're confident walking into a restaurant or walking into a bar, she knows that when you walk in there. You know where the exits are. You know how many people are in there. You know if there's any threats. You, you're sensing the vibe if anything's going on. Mm. She will be able then to relax herself That's huge, and delegate yeah. security requirements to you. And <laughs> she will be able to flower and blossom into her beautiful feminine essence that will not happen if she's afraid for her safety. Yeah. That's, that's huge. And I've done a lot of stuff with people who, you know, do a lot of public speaking. And, and you know, if, if I'm going to do some public speaking or, you know, host something on a red carpet, in that run-up, you know, I don't need to get in any better shape to do the job. But I know if I'm prepared to sort of a higher level when I walk on there, exactly what you talked about, everything else will change. Everything else will be a little bit easier. The confidence, they won't be able to maybe notice any difference between I'm in better shape or I can handle if something kicked off or whatever happened, but I know, and like you said, it's that presence to then that allows you to have the confidence to flourish and just take it to another level. And then you will get comments, like you said, and I noticed that about yourself when I met you, you will get comments about presence and just a calm kind of, a calm kind of confidence, not like a big egotistical thing where you're the, the big, big King Dong. <laughs> <laughs> swinging it around but just you know just a quiet confidence that, that's there and you don't have to shout about it yeah thank you it's um <laughs> it's, a part, it's a part of a lot of the warrior traditions that there is a time to be the biggest baddest noisiest guy in the room there's also a time to be the quietest guy who's just watching and listening and taking in information but you're absolutely right if you um 
once you do this inner work on yourself, once you put yourself in positions where what you're dealing with right now is easy compared to the training you put yourself through on a regular basis, yeah. what you'll find is an ability to be present with people, to actually look people in the eye in a conversation and truly hear where they're coming from, what they need. And then as a warrior, and to me, this is the core of warriorship. It's not about fighting. It's not about that cool shit. It's about can you truly be there for other people in mm. a way that they need you to be so that they can have a space to work through their pain and begin to expand themselves. And now you're becoming what is called a for force multiplier, where you as a warrior or as a man are able to walk into a space and actually lift everyone else up mm. around. And if, you, if you're building a business, guess what? Pretty important skill set to be able to have. Just a bit. I mean, yeah, absolutely agree. That's absolutely awesome. And I like almost touched on to something you said earlier about, you know, living by this protocol, living by a code. We can't predict what's going to happen. But the one constant that you have control of is you, which you're going to take to every situation. You can't leave that at home. So like you said, you can follow this by a code and you have that confidence in yourself regardless of the the situation you're often running it and it, that awareness that's what would just leak into raising the performance across all areas of your life absolutely it's, it's that it's that knowing exactly who you are and what you stand for and then putting a protocol or a code or training into place on a daily basis that supports that and um this kind of come to mind i want, I want to share this with you this is yeah. kind of a it's not a rant but this is something that's been pissing me off recently yes there seems to be this stuff now, now number one right Personal development, I truly believe, is important. It's vitally important to having success in life. The personal development that we have for the most part in our culture right now is very soft. It's a little bit feminine, and most guys don't really resonate with it. That's why most guys find watching football or drinking beer more interesting than personal development. So there's this thing that gets said a lot to guys, oh, hey, Adam, um, you really need to get in touch with your feminine side. And I've been told that, you know, I won't name it shame, but I was at a conference recently with this amazing healer. And she said to somebody else, a good friend of mine, she said, hey, Simon really needs to get in touch with his feminine side. And my friend looked at her and said, yeah, uh, you don't know Simon. So <laughs> that phrase, feminine side, absolutely fails to resonate with me. And I believe it truly fails to resonate with a lot of blokes, a lot of guys. And it's not that you don't have it, right? I have a soft side when I'm yeah. with my my little boy or my wife, I'm very emotionally accessible, I'm very soft, yeah. but it doesn't feel effeminate or feminine in any way to me. Hmm. So we, we need, I yeah, truly, Why can't that be a trait of a man? It doesn't need to be feminine side, you know, there's male and yeah, well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a soft, emotional, accessible man. Yeah. I'm not a woman. I'm not becoming feminine in that space. And you see, the language of personal development oftentimes will turn yeah. guys off and make we it. Talk, we, we talked about the language. You, I mean, we could touch on something. We could go all day, but we talked about the language. I know, saw you put a brilliant video of that. And it's as much as if a woman lifts heavy and takes care of herself, does resistance training, she's not manly. No. She's not getting in touch with her masculine side. She's a no. woman. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Like, there's nothing you can do to make me more feminine. I'm, I'm just not. And I truly believe a lot of guys are that way. But the other thing I wanted to say, Adam, is that personal development has started to look a lot like motivational quotes and mm -hmm. memes. And these things are cool, but they're also bullshit and meaningless, and they have no power whatsoever. I believe that personal development, especially in many of the warrior cultures that I've trained in and studied, it's not nice ideas. It's not cool quotes. It's an actual technology that you learn and apply in your life on a daily basis. 
And that's where the real power is. So meditation, for example, right? Meditation in America, a lot of people hear meditation and they think either of Zen monks, which is pretty cool, yep. or they think of like California 1970s hippies <laughs> doing LSD and, that, and it sounds flowery and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And most guys hear meditation, they're like, yeah, that sounds a little weird. But here's the thing. If most guys understood that every single warrior culture that has ever existed has had some tradition of meditation mm -hmm. or quiet introspection, and the reason for that is because it allows you to more efficiently and effectively survive on the battlefield and more efficiently and effectively bring ruin onto your enemy, mm -hmm. then meditation starts to be something which you might realize that if you're in business or you're in any kind of lifestyle where you need to show up and be effective and get your fucking job done, yep. meditation suddenly becomes an essential tool. So I really think that we need to redesign and rephrase this whole conversation of personal development in a way that allows millions of men out there who are in pain and fucking need it to access it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And like you say, the media has skewed it to like California hippies from the 70s and other areas. Whereas, you know, if you look at it from a different perspective and your perspective, you just draw out, well, what about these guys? It makes it more relatable to a lot of people. And I, it came up before once in, a, in an interview about meditation. If you say to some people about meditation, their, their barriers are going up. If you, in today's crazy world, and if a man who's just, you know, or anyone who's just trying to, you know, they're trying to be the best and like time is precious. If you just pitch it, another way to pitch it would be like some stillness. Would you, would you like half an hour of quiet time each day? Oh, that sounds sweet. A bit of time to yourself, to take that time. But, oh yeah. So, I mean, it's, meditation can take so many forms, whether it's a 20 minute walk every day, but it's just that quiet time away from media, which is dominating. And it's just, you know, just that time for yourself. I mean, I love, you know, that's not, why so many people just love a walk or whether it's your meditation could be in your shower. That's why people probably spend too long in the shower because it's just that time where people can't get you, you've got time with your thoughts. So it's, it's all shapes and forms and it's largely there's some fundamentals, but it's whatever works for you. Yeah, all my guys do freezing cold showers. So they, uh, <laughs> they're, they're usually in and out. You're right, it's, it's that taking a time every day to connect with yourself. Yeah. Now, med meditation at a, at a very surface level is breathing and getting quiet. There's tons more under the surface. Oh, yeah. There, there are technologies from Zen. There are technologies from Taoism. There are specific processes that you can run. And meditation is difficult because when you truly get into it, you can start to pull up demons from 20 years ago and have to actually, for the first time in your life, deal with it. When you start to do personal development properly, you're probably going to have to start to deal with some stuff. Yep. And yeah. it's not all uh, fun and roses and unicorns and rainbows. There's, there's some hard stuff yeah. you have to go through. And if you're serious about it, you can dance around the issue for a bit, but eventually you've got to come back to it because it will bite you in the ass. My, uh, my advice would be get to it as fast as possible. Yeah. I was going to say I'm a good dancer, and I thought that's stretching the truth. <laughs> As a positive, and that's the other thing. As a positive guy, you could, if you ask uh, someone a, a clear question, that's why I love direct questions that literally you need a yes or no answer. I'm just one of these people, I definitely back in the day as well, especially, you know, I can give a bit of humor, I can do a little dance and give a little story when they're like, yeah, so what's the answer? <laughs> And I, and, I, and I see that so much in the people I coach now as well, is, you know, you ask them a straight question and they're like, well, let me just tell you, let me just set the scene for you. Let me just tell you a story to avoid the question. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get into something. I, I, I like this phrase. I like to say, hey, so let's play a little game called, I ask a question, you answer the question. <laughs> oh, I love that. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the interview thing here because I'm, I'm aware that we're recording this because we could go, and I know this is like, 
this is like our fourth multiple hour chat that we've had in the last month or two. So I'm going to wrap things up. So I'm just going to give some clear resources and around all this process that you think is worthwhile to recommend to anyone out there. Yes. Uh, there are so many books. I've read thousands of books. Yeah. My library is huge. Uh, I, I, being a warrior scholar is traditionally important. Um, this is a book that I've recommended to thousands of soldiers and uh, many men. I, I, Stephen Pressfield, the writer, probably owes me a commission check, but <laughs> um, he's given me so much value that I really don't want it. But um, this is Gates of Fire by Ooh. Stephen Pressfield. It I is going to say do the work then. We've had that so many times. Gates of Fire. I don't think well, anyone... Well, this is his best book. Uh, <laughs> Do the work and um, the war of art is great, but this is a novelization of the Battle of Thermopylae, the 300 Spartans plus their, uh, their, their allies against the yeah. Persian hordes. And I have not come across a book which will more rapidly transport a man into the realities of traditional combat. You will literally feel the mud all over your body as you're reading this book. And to understand what life used to be like for a man, and how freaking easy life is now. Um, this will start to remove your whiny problems about your click-through rate not being high enough and all that <laughs> other stuff. Um, because you'll see that like, for, for most of the span of, of eternity, being a man meant hunting and fighting and dying young. Oh, well, that, you just put it into perspective, you know, the complaint. People complain about their commute. Oh, get some perspective. But you chose that commute. Read oh. Gates of Fire on your commute. <laughs> yeah, run, okay. bike, move closer. You have all okay. kinds of things you can do. Yeah, you're right, man. It's, it's, it's when, you, when you have a true view of how lucky you are right now in this moment, because you and I can be thousands of miles apart with nobody coming for us and our families chatting about stuff. Life is good. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. You, you completely nailed it. In terms of if there's a resource, it could be linked around your alpha habits, that's something either you use regularly it's a great question. Um, it could be some headgear, so you can go <laughs> get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have your headgear. Um, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a simple dude, man. I like yeah. I, I, I like stuff. I like cars and things like that. But really, I don't need very much. Yeah. Uh, I like to be able to roll into any situation, just me, uh, my clothes, and, and you know, my boots, and be good to go. Uh, something I've been playing with recently that I think is really cool is an app called Chronometer. We'll have the link in the in the show yeah. notes. Yeah, it's a phenomenal uh, little app for tracking your calories. You can you can literally scan the barcode of what you're eating and add the serving or the weight. And most people have no idea of how many calories and what the breakdown of the calories are on protein, carbohydrate, fiber, fat basis. It's a really cool little app I've been using with my guys. Um, there's also something that when a, when a guy starts working with me in Warrior Protocol, um, I get this for them. But it's a cool device. Uh, it's called an inner balance device. Basically, it uh, clips onto your earlobe as you meditate. And it will show you based on feedback through your iPhone, um, what your heart rate is doing, your ability to breathe slower and control your heart rate variability, yeah. literally give you immediate feedback on how to control your physiology at a very deep level. I use it as a gateway drug for meditation. Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of uh, guys who are techie or uh, internet guys, yeah. and they need a little bit of that uh, data stuff to help them understand that something yeah. is happening yeah. and then we get rid of it later but the inner balance device is, is pretty cool it's one That's of the few pieces of tech that i think has improved on the old tech absolutely awesome i almost forgot but i'm going to put this next to our episode as well we talk about support is strength as well so guys we've been listening to this women who've been listening to this the principles the same get support it doesn't mean you're weak so support is strength and simon was a man 
when uh, we met in an event in January in California, he held the board. It just came into my, you held the board that I smashed. Boom. I got an awesome video that I'll be posting up this episode as well. I love so it. Final words to you this time. Is there a quote, or it could be your own, could be one from history, or it could just be almost philosophy that you like to live your life by? I'm looking around. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to quote myself. This is something yeah. I said recently in an event that um, it's not really quoting myself because it kind of comes through yeah, me. It's just me. advice. Yeah. Okay. Closing um, advice. I like it. And it's in my bio, but I, I truly believe it and it's worth reflecting on. I truly believe that the results that you achieve in your life are fundamentally not based on the actions you take and the things you do and the strategies and tactics you employ. I believe that your success in life, whatever you do, is fundamentally pinned on who you are. So, and then who you are allows you to take certain actions that lead to results. But if you're looking to achieve something, look for something bigger, and then really ask yourself, who do I need to become to achieve that goal? And then spend half your time working on becoming that person, and then everything else will get easier. Boom, love it. So when people want to find out more about you, absorb more content because I'm going to edit this down and this is going to be a, a nice action-packed show. What's the best way they can connect with you? I've got to give you another quote. This is uh, an old uh, samurai poem came, came through one of my teachers. Ooh, yeah. uh, it translates as, um, in hell under an upraised sword, take one step forward and find heaven. And it's a poem about when you're afraid of something, you just have to take one step forward and do it. I say that was deep. It sounded very short, but you can, yeah, you can think about that for a long time. I like that a lot. So, so as, as far as connecting with me, thank you for that opportunity, Adam. Yeah, if somebody's listening to this and they're, uh, they're, they're resonating with at least the beginnings of this conversation that we're having over Warrior Protocol, um, a great place to connect with me is on Facebook, Simon Smart. Just find me on there. I'm easy to find. Yep. You can email me directly. And if you've got something out of this episode, I'd love for you to let me know what it is, simon at warriorprotocol.com. Yes. I also have a, a very expansive uh, free video course um, that I give away because I recognize not everyone gets a chance to work with me directly, but I want to give this value into the marketplace and the, the hands of men that need it. So I have a free video course that goes through some basic meditation, uh, some, some walking techniques so you can really access your ph physiology and uh, walk into that room as a present powerful man, uh, some micro stressor training, all kinds of stuff. And you can get that. It's called the Warrior Edge course. It's at warriorprotocol.com slash get dash warrior dash edge pretty easy to find check the show notes i'd love you to download that let me know what you think about it cool so again it's another example there's so many resources that we mentioned in here low cost free so it comes back to everything in life again it's not lack of knowledge that's holding you back it's lack of action so get off your ass make something happen go and get the information that's all out there so there's that's not an excuse anymore it's action and it's dealing with some of the tough crap that you don't want to deal with and you're going to try and tuck away so thank you so much simon it's been an absolute pleasure my honor thank you the live event coming up awaken 2016 robert green is coming the new york times best-selling author of mastery the 50th law with 50 cent and his best-known book the 48 laws of power Robert Green is secured as our big name coming to the event. We've changed the date to secure Robert. It is May the 27th and 28th this year. So we now have approximately seven weeks. So head over to ayalpha.com 
forward slash awaken, you'll get all the details. If you get over there quickly, there are some great deals for the first come first serve. And more importantly, there's only 50 seats available. We've already pre-sold some from obviously when we had it at the original date. You now have a bit of notice, but the tickets, if you want to get in this April, that is when you're going to get the best deal on the tickets. They will be going up in price as we get closer to the event and as we near our capacity. Only 50 seats in the room, still the same. I love to see some of you there. Big news is the date changed to a live event and a big name added.